You hear the trippy music. You know it's Wednesday at two o'clock. And it is time. It is time. For there are some who call me Tim. I got it right today. I timed it out. It's some call me Tim here on Mutiny Radio. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I am joined today by one of my favorite people. Uh, she's so supportive of the comedy community, and she is a comedian herself. She has the best calves in the biz. Hey, everybody. It's Valeska. Hi. Hi. Yeah, uh, so this is Some Call Me Tim, and this is where I talk to people that are unique about their unique ideas about God or religion or the afterlife or aliens, conspiracy theories, just things they believe in. Some people, I mean, I've had one Christian on, some people actually believe in Jesus. <laughs> uh, and I've, I've had, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Usually I, my first question is, do you believe in Jesus? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I guess, but who fuck cares about him? I mean, sure, yeah. Sure. Well, this I mean, this no, is good, but who the fuck? Right, but who the fuck cares about him? Because it's it just he doesn't affect your life. Doesn't he's matter. Dead, he's motherfucker. dead, motherfucker. He's when people are dead, is there something after? Is there a heaven? Is there some gated community? No, I'm sure you're just energy. You know, just so you it's just energy. So when people die, the afterlife is just it's like a it's like a light bulb with no bulb. It's like the like fizzy light. You it think could look like anything. Could look like anything. I mean, if you piss like me personally, if you piss me off, I'm gonna come back as many different forms to scare you in your home. Really? On the toilet? Yes. In the bed? You know, I, I'm sure you can take any kind of a form. Wow. What like. would you? Okay, let's say you. It's your afterlife um, energy thing, and someone has really wronged you, and you are coming to haunt them what's your go-to haunt what would what would be the thing you'd first be like i'm gonna fuck them up i'm gonna like give them a wet willy while they're on the toilet or is that too easy well i don't particularly like comedians so i would pants them on stage oh that's funny yes wow is that funny Wow. I mean, because that would be, I mean, and that would be like a supernatural thing. If someone's pants just, oh, well, maybe not. A lot of people don't wear belts. That I know. My used to fall down randomly constantly, so that's We're, not right. right. Yeah, that. I know. It's a good laugh. I'm helping them out. See, right. I'm not a very evil person when it comes down to it, unfortunately. You're, you're, what would I do? You just play evil on TV? I just come across as a bitch. I don't think so. Huh? You think so? <laughs> Yes, I've been. A lot of people have said, Valeska, your face looks very unpleasant lately. And, and I've been very peaceful lately. I have no thoughts in what my head. What digs? They're saying you don't smile more? That's like the smamar. That's a terrible thing to say to somebody. I know. You it have a very women. unpleasant face. Some resting bitch face. Well, this is my Zen face. Sure. I mean, that's just. It's just women. We're, we're the worst with misogyny. We hate each other more than. Like. Yay, you know, men hate us, but women hate us too, like everybody. Only some people hate black people, but everyone hates women. <laughs> Especially the gays. Do the gays hate the women too? They're, they're fucking assholes. They're the worst. Really? Especially the drag queens. I've, they're chauvinists. They're awful. Oh, really? I've, 
I've known some drag queens that have been very sweet, but um, per- particular. I mean, they think they're better than women, right? Well, they. But that's the thing is that sometimes I'll just go with it. Do you know, like, I mean, I've had a lot of. Um, I've I've never been a fag hag because I'm too pretty, but I've been a fruit fly. So I've had, you know, like faggy, faggy friends and I love them. But there's just like a thing you get into with them that's like, well, you're a bitch. That's the thing. It's like they are very specific and they're like, you know, and it's like being friends with someone who's, you just sort of know that you worship them or whatever. Does that sound weird? Like I have, a, 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 when I lived in San Diego, I had a very close friend who was a very beautiful drag queen and one of them that like did pageantry, like drag pageantry do you know <laughs> do you know about this stuff yeah it sounds yeah I don't know it's very beautiful oh it is man well he's but it just I just learned that there was a specific way to interact with him oh, which yeah. did it bother me because it's the same thing as like women are taught roles right so like there's a certain way that I interact with straight guys there's like I mean, especially when you're in college and you're like a dumb sorority girl, you're like, this is what I do. I go to the party and I suck dick or whatever. Do you know? Like there's a certain way you act and you just sort of get it. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little high. I'm falling off the rails. No, you're absolutely right. I just can't really fake a lot of shit. Ah, so you won't put the face on for people. If, if you're feeling the way I you're try, feeling, but it's just so fake, and I feel like people can read that shit. That I'm like, eh, but they love it. the fake shit. I think sometimes, but when I was in LA, it was worked really well playing dumb and stupid, and yeah, the dick sucking thing. And LA, yeah, that, mm. it worked well with the men. The women hated it. Yeah, I can see what you mean. Yeah, usually I'm very neutral with all kinds of people. What, what, what were you? When were you spending time in LA? Oh, I don't know what the fuck I was doing down there. I just randomly went down there on a bus, got a stalker immediately. What? Oh, yeah. I get stalkers all the time. What, they just, and they just follow you from place to place? Yeah, I took the mega bus down there, and some guy was... I got out in the city here in San Francisco, and some guy the whole night, he was just glaring at me, <gasps> just glaring the fuck at me. It was really scary, and then I got wow. off it. Like Union Square, and he followed me all the way to Hollywood, and <gasps> finally like jumped at me in this mall. Jumped at you? Yeah, like he. Fought, I saw him around the corner. I was like, oh fuck, there's that guy again, and like that happens all the time. I've I've never. I mean, okay, that's not true. I've been stalked before. What is it about you that you think people? Are like, I don't know because the transgender thing that was a big deal, but now in the last couple of years since it's come into like light, everybody's accepting trans people. That's can't be the issue anymore. It's not right. that. It's something about me. Is it your they want, Yeah, they want. I had a really bad stalker in like 2000. I lost my job over him. He was. I saw him at a karaoke night. He was like, "I want that. I want that. I want what she's got. I want that." I want that. And like, this is why I recently had to dump my last BFF, my best fag, because he was just like on me. He was stealing my like feminine energy. Wow. He was on me like a fucking rat. Like, <laughs> wow. Bitches. Yeah. And they stalking. stalking. Wow. I'd be showering at my house since at five in the morning in my third floor apartment, and I looked. There was a fucking video camera in the window. What? I like had to punch it. I was so freaked out and scared. That was a bad stalker. Insane. I had one stalkerish thing guy happen where he followed me home from karaoke 
And I didn't know that. But then like, he showed up at the house a couple days later and was like, are you ready for our date? And I was like, why do you know where I live? That's what they do. They get it and, in their head that you guys are together. Right. And then that's the thing. So then I go out to karaoke. I was in, when Amnesia used to have it. And I did the poetry and then I'd stay for karaoke. And my other friends were there. And I was like, oh my God, he's here. Let's, let's leave. And I told Glennie Kravitz, the host, I'll be back. Don't worry, I'll be back. Leave me on the list. I'm not leaving. I just got to go ditch this guy and then we'll be back. So I run down the street with my two friends and we run into the elbow room on Valencia and he follows us in there and we walk around and then we walk out again. We walk out the door and then we start running up Lexington and we're laughing. Ah, I think we got, and then I turn around and he's running after us. He's running after us and he starts screaming at me. You fucking Jew bitch whore. I hope you're sucking a dick and you look what you did to me. Look what our relationship, how could you do this? And screaming at me I'm like I don't we don't there's no relationship here this is not thanks for clapping at my poems I'm they're not about you I'm not interested at all here he was like I was like 32 and he was like maybe like 57 so. Yeah, that's why I curb stomped a guy one day. Oh, you curb stomped a guy? Yeah, at, at the brainwash. He was yelling at me. He's like, suck my dick. I bet you suck a mean dick, Velasco. Mmm, suck my dick. And I was like, dude. Was he to a be comedian? Like, no, he's just some asshole guy. And but he like, knew your name and he hung out. I've seen him at like parties and shit. Yeah, oh. He's just, just this fucking asshole douchebag. And like... I couldn't like joke with him because he was too serious. So I was like, "Hey, everybody, want to see a real show? You want to see some real comedy? Follow me around the corner in about five minutes." And I was like, "You want me to suck your dick? I'm gonna suck your dick. Come on around the corner." And I took him around the, the corner to the Cat Club, and then like I just waited. He was all, hey, duh, 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 "Yeah, let's. You're so sexy, dude." He was like six three or something. And then finally, I just like jumped up and I socked him in the face and then pulled his feet out from under him and I made him put his mouth on the curb and I started jumping on his head <gasps> and I was like that's what it's like sucking dick that's how it feels so I don't know I was, you know, it was fun wow. for me. I can't believe I knocked him because he was unconscious and I like left him there and I didn't even I mean I did all that work and I didn't take his wallet I mean, that's if you're gonna go that far, I should have robbed him. Wow! I didn't rob. I know you're a good Christian fan. No, I'm not. I'm not a Christian anymore. But oh. I, I mean, I, uh, it's like, well, that's a good question. How far do you? You obviously are take something. You take it super far. I've had. I mean, I used to carry. Um, it was a gift from a child, actually. She made me this stick that she wrapped part of it in painter's tape and part of it in this like sparkle foil and it was like and she's like this is to protect you when you're walking home or whatever so for a while I was carrying a stick around with me because if anyone was gonna fuck with me and I thwap them with this fucking you know it's like a a one by two I mean if I smacked someone with it would hurt them they back off I'm pretty sure because I don't carry the skateboard around anymore and I but that's the thing is I I, I have as a skateboard as a weapon like I never had to use it but if I had to I would but I, I I just haven't been in a situation and this is something that actually worries me is like okay let's say that there was another stalker guy that I had and he's very scary his name was Uzi and he'd show up here and he'd 
say things like, you, uh, you're a shapeshifter, you're changing, I see you change into an old woman with a, a relationship. How could you, what did I do? When did I piss you off? When did I hurt you? Yeah. So I always thought, what would happen if I encountered him in a dark alleyway and I had my skateboard? Because it would be very scary. So if I actually injure somebody, do I have to go to the police? Like if they, if they attack me and they, you know what I mean? Like if they encounter me in a dark alleyway and they kind of come at me and I freak out and I hit them in the face with my skateboard or with my stick that I'm carrying around and I beat them senseless. No, I've been wondering. Do I have to go to the cops? Not if it's like a random in public. I've been thinking about this too because I wanted to like stab my BFF because he was, (laughs) no, he seriously was a creep. He was like stroking my leather jacket that was hanging and like just, he was taking pictures of me sleep. He was like feeling me up and shit. He was a fucking creepy date rape. And I'm like thinking, so if I stab him in his apartment, do I call the cops? Right, I know. What do you do? Like, I just stab him, and then I'm getting. That's why he's fucking police. You know, you can't even. I mean, am I gonna get in trouble? You can't even. You know. Well, that's the whole thing I worry like about. This crazy bitch, dyke. I mean, who I mean, knows? he's obviously a faggot. He's <laughs> such a fag, but nobody's like straight up gay or whatever. But he's feeling you up at night. That's interesting. Yeah, and he had it in his head. He's like, "What do you want to do? Blow smoke in each other's mouths now?" And I'm like, "What the fuck, dude?" He didn't understand that I, I didn't like it. You know? Wow. He was yeah. This one said, "I get, I get that shit." Wow. But you the know crazy what? Fuck, fuck these real people. Let's talk about the other people from the other side. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if the energy exists and it goes on, so you think that the that people exist on the other side that they keep maybe if they have strong enough personalities that they're it somehow holds their energy together and then they like i mean i don't know how what do you believe about well, the other side so many different kinds of things poltergeists like yeah like i remember when i was young when i was around uh, seven i moved to my grandmother's house in palo alto from cupertino i was living with my stepmother and my grandpa was so mean to me he'd sit there watching tv and it was just a snow you know snow on the screen (laughs) and we had this big like a wall door the door the wall was a door you could close and separate the rooms and the door with the wall would just slam shut and slam shut and i'd be like and he'd just be staring at the i say why are you so mean to me? He was so mean to me. He had like a glass eye too. I told my grandma once, I was like, why is grandpa so mean to me? And she just like looked at me weird and started crying. And then like when I was in my early twenties, I heard, I asked my dad, my grandpa had died like three years, two, three years before I moved into that. Whoa. Whoa. And he had a glass eye. Yeah, and he you had a glass eye. I later, like, found it in a box. Oh, my then God! He, yeah, and then I moved into his room when I was a teenager, and he went... And I was a fucked-up teenager, you know, all fucked up and messed up. And one day, I was sitting on the bed, and the mirror next to the bed, this fucking guy, this bald guy, in, covered in chains, just came out of the mirror, like, walked out of the mirror, and, like, I ran to the door. Whoa. And he, like, I couldn't open the door. I actually peed my pants, because I couldn't open the door. His mouth opened, and it was just, like, it looked like a TV screen of just this, like, hell and war and shit, because my grandpa was from, he, they escaped Hitler and stuff. Like oh, that. wow. The whole country. And, like, d- yeah, that place was haunted, so... 
That was my haunted grandma's house. They fu- Something fucked with me in the basement once. Whoa. I had a bitchy, another evil stepmother. She's like, go sleep in the basement. Ha, ha, ha. And I said, like, okay. And it was still like all my grandpa's old shit. He was a carpenter. So, so you think had, it like, was just him that was no, there? No, there's, there's like, two more. little old ladies that used to two live there. old ladies. They were fucking dead. To. Right. I slept in the basement one night. I woke up. I couldn't breathe. There was this woman on top of me with this big ass nose just holding me down. I'm like, I'm so stupid for even being down here. Wow. N- whatever. Dur, 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 dur. But there's those kinds of ghosts and shits. Then there's like the shadow people i haven't seen the shadow people i don't think i know about the i've i've seen the real ghost people what are the real ghosts? um well okay so i used to work at this theater called sledgehammer in san diego and before it was a theater it was a mortuary church so where the green room is and the and the like the um what are they called the dressing rooms all that that was where they used to embalm the bodies and then they had them on stage and it was like a church, but they turned it into a theater. So we were doing this play that we'd all written together and it was about like weird Native American spirit wheel stuff and all this stuff. And there was this one part where there would be a weird smoke effect and a light effect. And it was crazy, but that wasn't where I saw the ghosts. The thing was that I looked over and there was a person sitting on the balcony, like a little girl person on the balcony. And I was like, that's not safe for you to be up there. And then I looked away and I looked at him like, I was a fucking ghost watching the play. And it, but it was the same one that would return. And it was like a little girl and she was there. I, I did this, had like a six week run or something. So I was there a lot. And every once in a while she'd be there and I'd be like, hey, what's up? So when I started entering the theater, because the theater was always dark and you have a ghost light you know i'd walk in i'd be like hey i'm here ghost little girl you know like don't fuck with me till i get upstairs and get the lights on because it was this really dark scary old church thing but yeah i I saw ghosts in there but it used to be like a it was a funeral home so of course they had ghosts there it only makes sense Because you said the shadow people. I don't know about these shadow people. There's all kind. You know what, though? I haven't seen anything since I quit smoking. <gasps> and I think because they like the party and they like the smoke and shit. And plus, I'd be out at like at 3 in the morning smoking. Because the last time... I saw some weird-ass motherfucker. I was at my friend's house in San Jose smoking and drinking. I couldn't drink in her house. She's all AA. So I was outside listening to my Walkman. I turned around. This fucking thing was just staring at me. It had these red eyes and this weird hair. It was just this black thing. Just like... Wow. I was like, what the fuck? No, motherfucker. Go. Uh-uh, bitch. Go the fuck away. Uh-uh. And then like... It's like a Babadook. Kind of, but it didn't have a hat. Weird, weird ass hair. Didn't have a hat though. But then, and then the second night, I was still out there. I was out there, same thing. And there was a fence next to me where I'd smoke, and it was peeking. It had its hand and its head around the fence. I was like, "Are you fucking serious? You trying again? You scared of me, motherfucker? You already scared peeking around the fence and shit." I said, "Get the fuck out of here." Is that so? That's how you deal with them. I guess that makes sense. It's Freddy Krueger. Th- it's the Freddy Krueger way. He said, "Well, if you don't believe in it, it doesn't exist. It's a dream." No, I believe in the shit. See, those guys. Or you take their power away, or whatever. You go. I had to give you no power. Those like okay. What the worst I've been with is the the real the real. Some people call them the shadow people, but like, they're called the 
I, it's the actual what the boogeyman is, I think. Oh. They're called the Midnight Watchmen in Hawaii, and it's really, really similar to the Mothman prophecies, that movie. Like, I think they're, they're cousins. They're of the same breed, huh. but they don't look like the Mothman. But, they, like, everything in that movie, have you seen it with Richard Gere? No, I haven't. If, if Richard Gere wasn't in it, I would be so fucking scared. But Richard Gere's sweet little Virgo face. Just, <laughs> but, like, they call at that same time, 11, like, 11-something 11 p.m., and they have the same voice. That they call. Those guys, I've seen them twice. They calling from inside the house they are so like that's when time stops and they're like the nothing you can't huh. be way bigger than you like if you see that movie the mothman they the guy the mothman fucked with the whole town it's like, because they're in the shadows and they can be as big as they want in the shadow maybe they're just they're the night the timeless darkness right i don't i don't know what the fuck, the fuck. first time i saw one and it's it's like in the mothman prophecies richard Gere, he lost his wife you have to lose like everything you love it has to get taken away and then they come and just finish you off so like the first time i saw it was on hate street at that park that park in the middle it was at buena vista park oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. that's hella haunted anyway yeah absolutely like, but the, that, was, that crazy house across the street that's all old and beautiful is there yeah there's oh, a that big the one? big big cool house that's like that's, a rehab place is it yeah it's like super expensive looking and awesome and it's beautiful like a, a and rehab that's funny but it's been around since like 1896 it's like this really beautiful building and it's right across the street from those stairs and they go up to that huge hill and that whole that whole park is awesome but yeah haunted haunted with actual real people too I think a lot of people hang out there in the day and do drugs and shit oh yeah (laughs) the shadow the shadow people are actually just heroin addicts No. That's what I saw, because again, I saw one in Oakland, and I thought it was a disgruntled crackhead. Oh. I was awoken by that, but I don't, I, that was a different poltergeist. I was so haunted in Oakland, too. God, this is the story. Here's a story about Kali, okay? Kali yeah. Ma, the great dark mother, okay? Who's my mother. I can't get away from her. It's not a religion or anything. She, I am one of hers, okay? And she will make herself known if there's some shit going on. But like, yeah, the first time I saw the shadow people was at that park. I was sitting... I lost this fucking girl, whatever. I was so depressed, listening to my Walkman and sitting on the stairs, and this big old claw hand comes up on my thigh and is like, got a light. And I was like, oh shit, and I just took my lighter and like slid it. It had no face, he's got a hat. They wear this hat. They're like really fucking tall too. But yeah, that was, and I don't know what the fuck happened, it left, but it was at the same time, like 11, close to 12 o'clock. And then I didn't see one for, a couple of years until I moved to Oakland and ran into the same fucking bitch again. This girl. Wow. And like, so again, the shadow people are following her. It's like no, she was just a crazy bitch that can steal your soul like a woman, like fucking <laughs> Sharon Stone with a goddamn ice pick. Some of these evil fucking being a lesbian is the worst thing. You don't want to be. I mean, they are. Ruthless. <laughs> they are ruthless. Fucking, women are fucking scary, okay? <laughs> so this mother, I, I, after her, and I was still all in love with this bitch. I don't know why. I'm just dumb. I'm a dumb hoe. But I was walking back to my haunted warehouse in Oakland one night, and at the same, and at the same time, I got a phone call. It was around the same 11-something, close to 12, and it said, unknown number. And it was, I was like, hi. And I thought it was this girl calling me, and I was like, hi. And it was like, hi. I said, oh, my God, will you go on a date with me? And it's all, hey, 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 no one's ever asked me that before. 
And I was like, oh, okay. And then like, I felt this push behind me. Something pushed me really hard. And I look behind me and it's like, oh shit. It was one of them. He had no face, big like black fedora cap. It was, and I was like, this is gonna be a long night, motherfucking shit. And then all of a sudden I had to pee really bad. And like, I read about this, the Midnight Watchmen in Hawaii. They're the same thing. If you don't pee your pants, humiliate yourself, act like an animal, bark like a dog, then they will fucking kill you. You need to humiliate yourself in their presence. But like, I had to pee so bad all of a sudden, and I was like, shit, I gotta pee. I couldn't pee my pants. I ran, and it was like nothing. Time had stopped, right? Wow. There's like nothing. I was in this four corners of street lights. It was like, just scary. So I ran across the street to this big rig and like leaned over and went to pee. Like I leaned, I leaned over to pee, and then I saw this motherfuckers are shapeshifters. I saw, I looked over, and there was this little thing with his finger going dee 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 dee. His finger looked like a little knife going dee 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 dee. And then all of a sudden, ah, oh, it poked me in my urethra when I was peeing, and I was like, oh god, oh! And I didn't know what the fuck to do. It poked me in my urethra. Okay. Wow. And I was like, fuck. And I just started, I don't know. I started, because you know I can sing when I moved, right? Right. And I, I started making some crazy noise, some sound, some some fucking angelic sound. And the, this, the sky opened up. This blue light came down. And I was, I couldn't move. I was, I ran back across the street trying to get in my door. It wouldn't open. And I don't, and, I, and it was this, this voice, it was this most beautiful voice I've ever heard. It was, it said, Valeska something and I have no idea what it said to me but it was I, I didn't know what if it was an alien what the fuck <laughs> you know because I just I'd seen these shadow motherfuckers before but I, I didn't know and I just I was just covered in this light and I I don't know what I later realized that was Kali because she's the great destroyer of evil and she can kill the, she's the only one that can fuck with these get rid of these motherfuckers these, but, these shadow people the shadow people are plaguing you they were. Do, but did you have to like? Did you like light candles or do any kind of ritual? No, or I call Kali Ma. She comes oh, okay. down. Now, once I started acknowledging her, because I see her around, she she fucking like come around. I've I've get, introduced her to two girls. <laughs> I, both have been at comedy shows. Like they've come. The first I was at a Rebel once doing it, the How I Came Out monologues, and this girl came out after the show, and she was in tears profusely crying and like down on her knees going oh mother oh great mother do 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 and like i was like get up off your knees your mother doesn't your goddess doesn't want you on your knees and like you can actually call you know i'm talking about kali ma the great this the dark mother right Is the it, one with the head she cares she slayed shiva she's it's a, a it's, it's an in, yeah i was gonna say it's a hindu thing yeah yeah she's the the dark well she's the most loving of all the mothers actually but she's like we're in the age of destruction now five thousand oh. years of Kali Ma, this is the age of destruction. Like, like right when Donald Trump and the Hillary thing began, the New York, they put on the, like right when the shit show began, New York City lit up the Empire State Building with Kali, her wow. face on it. Like they had the piercing, the eyes and the tongue and everything. Huh. I've never seen them put a face on the Empire State Building. It was like right after the Paris attacks, they had it all pastel. And like then it was like Donald Trump and Hillary and they were like, fuck. And New York City, they released a statement. They said, at this time of chaos, what we need is a hero to fucking destroy this fucking evil. And they put Kali on the Empire State Building. Wow. So like... 
Anyway, yeah, so I consider myself, I'm a doc, I'm a daughter of Kali, right? She's made herself known too many times, I cannot deny her. And I'm like, I, I, I consider myself a bounty hunter, like these girls Ooh. who like need their mother. She's their mother, like, and she's fucking our mother, right? So like the girl cry, on her knees crying, I like, I put my head, I can call her down, Kali. I, I put my hand on the back of her head and as I, and I called Kali down and like she she sings to you. She actually you can Wikipedia this. You she sings you in Hindu a lullaby and you feel like you're in just a tiny baby in the vast dark expansive universe. You just feel like a, a baby being held when she sings and like I did that to that girl who was a badass like race car driver. She had this tricked out race car with a picture of Madonna with that leather cap and the smoking cigarette <laughs> on like the vent top thing. She was a badass. I rode in her car, it was all fucking no seats and shit. But she was like crying and I put my hand, I called Kali down. Her tears just went away. She fucking ran off. I introduced her to her mother. So I've done that twice. And then again at the milk. Oh. And like, cause I ran, that was the night Donald Trump won. I was at in the Castro at a gay bar, and like we were all watching in hor- horrifying. Right, so artists. horrifying. Yeah. And like I ran, I don't know why I went to the milk, but there's this whoop, and then I was like, I could hear the cries of this motherless child, this chick up in front. I could just hear her, like she's oh. wailing about the in her soul. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could, I could just she needed. So I was like. I went up to the front. I asked one of the hosts, can I go up and like just do a spiel? So I told some jokes and nobody had known Donald Trump won. They were not near to TV, so I said that. And then some girl in the front row was like, I wish she was president and like pointing to my necklace here. I was like, oh, who, Kelly? I was like, oh, do you want to meet her? And she's like, when? And I'm like, these chicks are so brave. And I'm like, right now, you want to? And I was like, everybody give me some space. And I made her move her chair. I called her down. Took her head, did the same thing, call her down. Kali, her presence is known, okay? She, she, she will come. So I changed this girl. I gave both of these girls their life. I'm like, yeah. you are not alone. She's like, what do I expect? And I was like, just get, if you want to see her, you know, get into trouble. She's not like Jesus or anything. Dinner, dinner, dinner. If you're in trouble, she'll make it. She'll fuck with shit. And she'll be like... I almost got married to another comedian. Don't date comedians. They're horrible. No, people. I know. They're awful. But Not yeah, even real people. Yeah. This comedian, she asked me to marry her. You were going to get married? This, and I How started, long ago I was, was this? Huh? How long ago was this? A couple, like, couple summers ago oh, okay. when I was in L.A. Wow. She asked me to marry her, this comedian, and my necklace just started burning up. It was <gasps> so hot. It got so hot. You were like, like, oh, no. she must like us and want us to be. No. No. It was bad. No, bad. She wanted me to get the fuck away from this comedian. Wow. No comedians. Yeah, no comedians are terrible people. Am I making sense? Absolutely. Am I just rambling? No, no, you're great. No, it's just great because we've never, we haven't had a follower of Kali uh, here on the some call me Tim. Although we, it's religions of all types and mythology of all kinds. It's not a religion. I can't do anything. Well, I mean, it's a belief structure. It's a, it's a, and there's, there's, there's a mythological basis for it, and there's a, there's a, there's a text. There's stories and texts that go along with, you know, the ever-changing narrative of You know what's the, awesome? Like, they have pujas, right? A puja? It's a Hindu, traditionally Hindu. It's like a celebration. They have oh. a yoni puja for your vagina. Oh, cool. That's it. But they have, like, a yearly, it's in October, a puja celebration, the cycle of life, and, like, it's the Kali puja. And, like, you know, little kids come and stuff. We do rituals we do spells and rituals and like 
Like once we put a, our intentions on a tissue, we placed, I put it on my forehead and write it. You just put it on your forehead and we throw it into a pit of fire. Right? Yeah. And this little tissue, everybody, when we walked to the fire, put everybody's tissue turned to black ash and went down. Mine turned to black ashes and like soared up to the ceiling and was like banging on the ceiling. It was wow. ashes and it was still on fire banging. And like the high priestess after, she's like, did you see that? It looked like it wanted to get out of the building. I was like, I know. Oh, isn't that rad? Fuck yeah, look at that thing. And she just like looked at me like I was in trouble. But yeah, so at these pujas, these Cali pujas, they have like initiates and stuff, you know, I which I don't know what they do. They omen chant and stuff. Sure. And I don't it's like an institution which make I rice, do yoga, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And I don't understand. <laughs> I mean I know and I respect it, but like sure. I can just call her down if like some girl needs her. I can like like she'll do stuff. I don't need all this institution stuff. That's sure. what's rad. I'm right. not into like structure. No, I didn't I I didn't like organized religion very much. Uh, I, I always wanted to know what the point was. I I would be in Sunday school and that's kindergarten nice. like but the stuff and they'd be teaching us the lesson or whatever and I would say but what's the point why and especially some some of the diatribes they have about women and in, in the Christian religion it's just terrible stuff like just how women are portrayed we are 50% of the population and you look at this book and this one particular religious text and it's like you know not about women <laughs> it's it's actually a really negative like portrayal of of women in the Bible, but it, but it's a text that like our whole country is supposedly not built on because of church and state, but it kind of built on, and that's the reason for the whole show is that at this time of this religious majority that's kind of become a minority, and this idea of like good Christian values, I'm like fuck you, why are you hurting people's lives when it is technically a mental illness now to like believe in Jesus and interesting. I would think so. I mean, he's the one invisible friend that you're allowed to talk to. I mean, yeah, you could talk to G like I wanted to talk to, I had an invisible friend who was an enormous cat. This is human sized cat. And my, was he real? how could you see him? Well, it was my, it was my friend, my invisible cat friend, but I would get in trouble when I was little for talking to my cat friend. And they were like, but they were like, Oh, you can talk to Jesus all you want. And so there was always that weird disconnect in my head where I was like, so Jesus is real, but my cat isn't. You're so mean to you as a child. Yeah, but the Jesus Jesus Did you exists. Mean the cat just Jesus? no, no, no. I should have. That would have been. I would if I was clever. That's what I would have done. But I didn't get to have my little invisible friend. But you could have Jesus as an invisible friend. Absolutely. I love cats. I love cats. Cats, cats, cats. But uh, so you you've got your own religion. Yeah, you've you're. It's not a religion. It's. Well, you've got your own connection with a spiritual figure, oh, yeah. with the divine, which is what Christians would say they have too. Well, it's not really, it's my personal relationship with Jesus Christ. So you're like, well, I have a personal relationship with this particular deity. Yeah. And you know what is, here's a little funny story. Yeah. I was in a little chat group once, the Kalima chat group, because she's the only goddess that is topless. Oh, cool. right. So, like, when I first and you can see her and stuff. You, if you look like, I remember yeah, being very, very young and seeing this kind of a weird thing moving out of the corner of my eye, and I was scared because when you first see her, it's kind of her appearance is a little bit shocking because she's covered in like 
human she accessorizes with human appendages she oh, has a fun. skirt with like you know arms and legs and right 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 she's right. got this head she slates shiva so she's carrying this head around right yep there there it is the lovely yep yeah so i was like and i was looking like i mean she's fucking gorgeous it's amazing you can see a goddess like and the few times i haven't seen her physically in a couple of years because i haven't gotten into any trouble but uh yeah the last time i saw her i wanted to get a good look at the head because you know, I haven't seen What's, the Why is her tongue out? What does that symbolize? It's sim. She's, I forget. I know her teeth are white to symbolize her purity. I forget what the tongue is up with. I forget. Yeah, she's got a big old tongue. we're and, all fans of Miley. And Iris. and she's also, she has like little heads around her necklace. That's oh, nice. Oh yeah, so she's, she's a killer. She's a queen. She's awesome. Yeah, I finally There's got a, a good look at the head. She was swinging around. It looks it's just like my friend Juan, this Mexican guy I know. The eyes all roll back. He's totally dead. Oh, but I was in this chat room once, and this girl was complaining. She's like, why she got to walk around topless? And I'm like, you bet. And like, it took me a few times to say I finally got to look, look at her boobs. I was so shy. Her blue boobs. I finally right. got to look. She's about a small C. Her blue boobs, yeah. So well, I mean, she yeah, she's. Care. That's, I mean, that's so funny though because what are the Avatar blue people? Like, give her the little blue boobs. The Avatar people. <laughs> the, the, uh, would you ever? This, 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 that would be a dumb question. Would you dress up as Kali Ma for Halloween? I don't know. Some supermodel did that once, and everybody oh. got pissed. Oh. Remember, it was some fucking Heidi Klum or some shit, and they're like, "This is disrespectful." Well, yeah, to- let's. Look but like up. again again I go to the Pujas and I don't have the, the institution like she doesn't care Kali is not like Jesus she's not a fair she's a killer but she's a loving like you know like she told me to kill this guy once wow she's like kill him and I'm like I would love to oh my god I met a girl a woman at a liquor store once we were talking she was a Hindu and she's like Kali is so demanding I go to Lakshima whatever the other one she's like Kali I was like I know she told me to kill this guy and I said we can't just go around killing people I want to but you were right it was um, it was Heidi Klum was it yeah yeah she I, I don't think that she was topless though she was wearing like a little blue suit but yeah she uh because Kali wouldn't mind though it's the people because she loves it she loves my stupid ass songs like nobody laughs at my please don't look at my ass song she i laugh i think you're milk. a great comedian i think you're very very funny i always enjoy it when Thank you, you just are so crazy you're, are you're great you're really talented like semi-famous people semi-famous. and famous people like me who, who do you know who's famous? Uh, well, <laughs> bad people. Do you know any L.A. people? Did you, you met, met some high-class high actor types? No. No? I, I, I ran into Peaches, that's it. If I... The, what, I mean, there's people like... Peaches Johnny, Christ? No, Peaches like... Peaches like... Balls and dick, two balls and one dick. Balls, balls, dick. I was in a video when I went. The first day I got to LA, my friend's like, "Oh, Peach is gonna be in a video. She's filming. You should go." Wow. And I went and uh, yeah, it was it was dick in the. Inf- I'm famous. I told you my jazz hands. We had to sign all these waivers. We filmed. Margaret Cho was there. 
but like yeah we filmed for all day they were in this her and margaret cho were in this giant inflatable condom that was being blown up off the stage by an energy is this a real thing this yeah, is is it out there dick in the air we filmed that shit all day peaches and margaret cho were walking on our hand we all had to get on our hands and knees and they were walking in this side this condom and we were holding them up with our damn hands all day they didn't even use like they used a split second of that whole scene featuring margaret cho i will do wow. a criminal i do a criminal lyrics record this on is very film. funny lyrics is it too much to ask dick in the air let me see you put your dick in the air dick 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 in the air let me see you put your dick in the air dick 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 it goes dick in the air let me see you put your Put your dick in the air, balls and dick, two balls and one dick, balls, balls, dick, two balls and one dick. We're dick sick of in hands air. in the air. We don't shake our, we, we shake our asses like we don't care. We've been shaking our tits for years, so let's switch positions. No inhibitions. Fear cracking them nuts, pistachio. Shake that handlebar, pistachio. Curl on top, Ralph Macchio. It's very funny. Yeah, okay, we'll plug it in and we'll play it for a second. We'll see how this comes Yeah, up. I seriously, I Google Valeska criminal background. That shit comes up first thing. Peach is dick in the air featuring Margaret Cho because I had to sign something because my jazz hand is in the video. Oh my God. That's in my criminal record. Yeah, how, why is it in your criminal record? I Google search Valeska Vitol's criminal record background. And then Peaches comes up, dick in the air. That's... They didn't even use, see, they're running around. They didn't even use our clip. My hand is in it with my fucking hair. All right, dick in the ah. air. Never, I don't even know who Peaches is. You're teaching ah. me something new. Peaches is? No, I don't know who Peaches is. Is it too much to ask? Awesome. She's always down Dick in the air, let me see you put your, put your dick in the air. This is very funny. Dick, dick in the air, let me see you put your, put your dick in the air. It's really funny air. that they're, she's wearing she that. She like we don't care. We've been shaking our tits for years, so let's switch positions. No inhibitions, fear. Cracking your nuts, pistachio. Shake the handlebar, pistachio. Curly on top, Ralph Macchio. Went down, got milk, mustache, yeah, yo. Dick in the air, let me see you put your, put your dick in the air. So, are you? Where, where, you gotta tell me when your hand is gonna be here. So, wait, who is this Peaches person? Clearly, she's like gay, and no, she's being straight. she's straight. Yeah, she's just she's just hella rad. She's a gay icon. Now I just never knew who she is. Yeah, it's she's I mean, she's very funny. Give me eight inches This, but these, the little. Their, whatever they made, their outfits with the sweaters with dicks on them. It's very funny. And clearly she likes... Uh, <laughs> She's wearing a shirt that said, Who's Jesus? I got a picture with her. She was so sweet when she filmed. She's, these two gay guys proposed on Who's Jesus? Ew. Mayonnaise. 
all over her face. I want to see your hand. And then you're so your jazz hand is in there somewhere. There it is! That's oh, your that's hand! Me. That's your hand! I saw it! I saw it! I saw it! I saw it right away! Look out for jazz hands! I saw it right away. Well, I'm glad. So that one shot. Did you get any money for that? No. Well, you've introduced me to peaches now. I've never heard of. Fuck the pain. Oh, I know that song. Absolutely. Yeah, that's Peaches. Oh, I know that song, but she's like okay. a low-key, cool as hell artist. Yeah. Uh, do you have? I mean, do you have other favorite artists that you? Uh, favorite you you artists? well you were in a band that was amazing, Contess, for a while. Whatever happened to Contess? We couldn't. We had so many difficulties. Just working together. He was a cancer with the Pisces rising and a Scorpio. So you moon. believe I'm in the Leo you, all you, fire. You believe in the astrology thing Sometimes too. Sometimes when he's squishing me with his water. Right. The only thing we we're good at is I miss is he was the only thing. He carried me around like a dove on his damn. I'm 180 pounds and he would just lift me up like I was a bird. <laughs> when we would dance, late night dancing with homeless people four in the morning. We couldn't work. He was just too, he was, he was a douchebag. He just couldn't. He just wouldn't get stuff done, or there was he didn't wouldn't do he it your way. Speak. I'm like, can we do this? He would just not speak. Huh? He would just not. And then he started. I couldn't. I couldn't. He was so bad. I couldn't hear him. I literally couldn't hear him talk anymore. His mouth would move, but I couldn't hear. There were the no words, words. That's insane. Because he had lied so much to oh. me. He's like, the record company's gonna pay for that. I'm like, what fucking record company? What do you even? Ta- I don't even know. And we all. Well, what did you need him kid. for? What? I thought he was gay too. What did you need him for? He was doing the beats? Because you do the voice. You're amazing. On stage, you're amazing. Your we voice had is amazing. We shows and it was fun. Yeah, he was writing everything without my permission. He'd just do, he'd be like, this is art. He'd, oh, he couldn't work with any band. He'd be, I'm so talking shit. I, I hate it. But like any band he was with, they're like, he's like a bitch to work with. He was huh. such a diva. It's like, this is art. We're supposed to be mysterious. Art shouldn't sound this way. God. Oh, and he'd want me. We got the boot from the knockout. And they let, you know, Meat Hook, right? Yeah, oh my God. They let him play there. They called us chauvinist pigs. They're like, you guys are way too sexist. And I'm the one fronting. And like. But Contest is, you're making a joke. I love your. Not when he's like. You still have stuff out there? He took it all down and left me with pussy talk. That's all he. We had eleven songs that he left me with pussy talk. That's it. Wow. And see, and he's like, I don't contest pussy talk. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's all he left. It's the only thing he left on there. He took it all away. What what did he do with it? What did he just trash it? His arc. I don't know. Oh wait, wait here. Well, uh, oh, he was calling me a dumb bitch. But then I said he was taking my Instagram photos and making 
fabrications of the photos I took in New York City, putting them on stage for his shows. What? I don't know. Well, we artists are thieves. They're thieves, pal. I think I think you're right. Definitely thieves, but. You, talk. You have- it's just pussy talk. When your pussy talks, this is I'm listening. Pussy talk. It's just pussy talk. I hear your pussy talk, <laughs> and it's talking to me. My pussy talks. Then your pussy you guys talks. Talk by Cuntus. You can find it on YouTube. It's a great video too. It's like old school and awesome. Is, was that just old video from something else? Footage? Would not tell me where the fuck you found that footage. And then one night I was watching Nightmare on Elm Street. And Johnny Depp is sitting in his bedroom. And on the TV there's women doing aerobics. It stole that from a scene from Nightmare on Elm Street. That's amazing. That's hilarious. I'm like, where the fuck did you find that? He wouldn't say a word. I had to say It's so funny. This is such a great song. You have 18,860 views on this. What? That's great. That's a lot. I've never had that many. You raised it somehow. No, well, I'm going to I'm gonna copy. Everybody's scared to comment on anything I put on YouTube. I'm going to put it, I'm going to attach it to this thing from today. I'm attaching it. Attaching it. Yeah, you actually do. I think you do. I think you're really talented, and and you're you're not taking advantage of this really. I mean, so was he just doing the background stuff that we hear? Where he was just kind of playing music, and and was he mixing it? That's like he's going to the bedroom with his MIDI. Oh. Just do whatever, and I had no say. And he'd make me sing all the music. Take it down. It was unnatural the way he would make me sing. It was not natural. Right, because well, your voice is you 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 belt really well. You have a lot of vol like your volume, like literally volume as in decibels, but volume as in space that your voice takes up. It's very, it's like a girthy wow. sound. You put a lot of air out. You know, you have a beautiful voice. And I can tell how this is very... So he was murder, death, killing. Yeah, he's all about this death and shit. He's like, I don't do pretty. And I'm like, sometimes I just want to be happy and do pretty. He's just like hating and angry. and like, so old. I hate everything, kill everybody. You're right. <laughs> it's really, it's, it's really great stuff. So everybody look it up. Well, it's, I'm attaching it to... Um, not to talk shit, I still dearly love him, and he's working with some fucking gay band where he belongs because he's gay. Not that there's anything. Not there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Well, and so you said that you you've done shows where you you did some out of the closet show. Did you do you have like a, a monologue? That, was there a, was it a rough time when you uh, came out to your parents, or did you ever do that, or? It's, it was kind of obvious that I was a big dyke, Pamela. I mean, I wasn't allowed to go to PE in high school because I was obviously dyke. Uh, 
my stepmother wouldn't let me wear a bra because she's like, dykes don't wear bras. What? Uh, it was m- more of the uh, transgender thing that got bad instead of the, the lesbian thing. Everybody thought it was trans. Like, I went to massage school when I was around 18, and they all, I got called into the office because they're like, we understand you're going through some transitions now. A lot of stuff at workplaces, I get called in and, like, have to admit that I'm was going through and I'm like no having to show my birth certificate wow so you've been you've had a stigma put on you because people thought you were transgendered all this time yeah I was just looking up a memory on my Facebook I was totally befriended this chick where I was staying at the house and she was like my buddy and then she's like I know you're trans I know (gasps) you're trans and I'm like I thought we were friends I, I would tell you I would be like Look at my dick. I'm gonna get a dick, or I'm gonna get a pussy. I'm loud. I'd be right, like, right, right, yeah. absolutely, of course. And like, they're like, don't lie, and they always are like, just don't. I'm like, I'm not lying. That's what hurts when they think, right? Excuse me, of I'm not being honest with you. Why would I lie? Yeah, that's wow. That's like the weirdest. I can't even imagine the kind of stigma that would be put upon. Like you're already disenfranchised, but you're like, I'm, I'm gay. Isn't that difficult enough? But now you want me to be trans too, or you want me to like, I don't fit inside the box that you see as who I am. Well, fuck you. You know, like, you know, what? it's only San Francisco. Cause when I go to, t- I can't wait to go back to Austin. When I, in fact, when I was just in New York, I had to go. I was getting on the plane. We had to stop in Houston. The Houston bitches were like better than the New York bitches. There, I feel like a shrimp when I'm in Texas. I'm this like little waif girl. Huh. I'm like tiny because these bitches in Texas are like, well, bitch, get the fuck. They ain't even. They're like herds of cattle, like hot, not not fat or anything. Just corn-fed women who are like badass, and I'm like a tiny shriveled up little dyke lesbian wimp. But here I'm like here tranny bitch tranny right. ho. Well, I heard that Austin too. They have um, they're big into roller derby, oh, which is they? like a girl thing that's hardcore. Yeah, I'm a pussy. I wouldn't. I would never do roller. I can't. I mean, I don't. You can skate though. You. I all can crazy skate. Yeah, I can. I can. But I can not. Why well, don't anymore? Because it's a. I lost the tooth and then had to pay so much money to get it back. I'm just afraid to skateboard. What are you afraid of? Are you afraid of anything? Besides being stalked? Yeah, heights. I can't even take the fucking escalator. I can't even get on a ladder. You're afraid of heights? It's so bad. Really? Do you get like vertigo feeling? I like, just shake whoa, it whoa, and whoa, go. Whoa. I can't even handle it. Wow. Like really bad. Those heights. videos of those crazy people jumping off the building are like doing all that shit. It makes my vagina hurt so bad. My vagina starts pain, cr- cramping in pain. What if, you're, vulva. what if you're like in a hotel? If you're a um, big in a skyscraper and look out the window is that heights that bothers yeah, you or is it just it does. Oh, okay so yeah. all of it oh, yeah. so wow there's a it would be fun to take you up in the the, the hotel that's in Union Square that they have the glass elevator oh, up to the top okay. that'd be scary because you because it's glass but um yeah heights yeah. anything else really heights why it doesn't, it doesn't no it makes sense uh are you afraid of airplanes because that's super no. high up in the air no just like nine. And if it would crash, that wouldn't scare me. We were going falling very fast. But that makes no sense because the reason you'd be afraid of heights is that crashing to the ground would kill you, right? Or where, I mean, what is the where does the fear come from? Were you ever dropped from a height as a baby or as a child? Was there something? Oh, I'm sure I got kicked around and thrown around and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I was, yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> When's the first time you remember being afraid of heights? Was it when you were little, or was it more as an adult, or? There's got to be a time when, like, you know, some stupid junior high youth group thing. No, I'm just curious. But, like, because sometimes, I mean, I've had height issues when it was like, there's some stupid ropes course thing we have to do. And with all the groups. My my arms were too fat. I had no strength. Were you, you were fat as a kid? I was chunky. Were people did were, were people made fun of you and called you names about being fat and stuff? I, they made yeah, me. Yeah, I would of wear me. a bag on my head in junior high. What? I put, That's I would hilarious. Wear a bag on my a paper bag on my head. Like the unknown comic, or just I because wasn't you? Funny. I was just. They all thought I was weird. I mean, I was wearing Barbie dolls around my neck like way before Marilyn Manson did that shit. I was. Right. They did call me way ahead of my time. Are we the same age? You're, you're, you're younger like, than so I am. You'd be in a senior, and I would have been a freshman if we oh, were okay. in high school. Okay. Gotcha. And uh, okay. I was weird too. I was wearing, I was cinching jeans before cinching was a thing. Before it became popular and then before SNL, and I cinch it, cinch it. What is the cinching? It's from the, the early 80s. Weight? No, it was, it was wearing your dad's jeans, but with a big belt, not through the loops. So it would be like wearing a paper bag. Basically, you'd cinch it. Cinch it, cinch the waist. Do you remember that yes. trend? Yeah, I would wear my dad, grandpa's clothes and oh. then his flannels and shit and then like you go to the Lexington in the 2000s and all the dykes are wearing some nasty old flannel and wow dead grandpa's clothes sure you were ahead of your time yeah. you were 10 years ahead of your time yeah 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 <laughs> cutting edge lesbian oh yeah bag on your head I know I don't know they all thought it was hideously ugly so the, you thought that the answer was by putting a oh, paper bag on your head oh they thought it was a black lot I got like I'd apply for like stuff. They'd be like race black. They put black. They thought I was black. A young Negro child. My hair was really curly. Like that, and my lips were bigger before I started smoking and talking all weird. Wow. A young Negro. What, what, did you ever a young Negro lesbian? Was there ever a time that you felt comfortable as a child? Was there a safe place, or was it like? Because it sounds like school was kind of tormenting. Home was a little difficult. You got dead grandpa on your case. Oh, yeah. My parents were insane. Also, a safe place in the creek. The creek? I, I lived in the San Francisco Creek in Palo Alto. Okay. Little little with tiny frogs? People. No, with the homeless people and the heroin addicts that come from EPA. Wow. Alto. East Pali. So you were friends You were friends with heroin, just hanging out and nope. Just hanging out with heroin people. We weren't doing heroin drunks, though, or anything. Yeah. Well, no, I was You're, never. I could never get into heroin. Right, but you weren't. Were you drinking with them, or you just hanging out? Oh with yeah, I was the best alcoholic. Oh wow, but acid too was an acid queen. Acid. LSD. When you were in high school. Yeah. So you didn't do much school, or did you just go to school on acid? Oh, they put me in a severely emotionally disturbed. <gasps> That's what I used to teach. Really? I was an SED teacher before they changed so it to ED. So this is a not, like not just that one school thing. No, no, no. I was I was a Cali- when I okay. So when I graduated from college in '96, um, in '97, I started teaching for Yo. First, I taught for Yolo. 
County, which was in David Woodland in Davis, and I my classroom was called SED, severely emotionally disturbed. But they changed it in '99 because they they dropped the S and they just made it ED. So I was an ED teacher because you know severely was really stigmatizing for the kids. So they just changed it to emotionally disturbed. That's so bad. Yeah, I taught I taught that population of students from '97 to 2001. I was really good at SED teacher. I was really good at it. What are they like, the students? Um, you know, they were all over the place. One of the kids, one of my favorite guys, I taught at a group home for a while. And one of my favorite guys uh, was really nice and you didn't know he was all fucked up. But the reason he was there is that he got really into Egyptian stuff. And so he tried to mummify his cat and he murdered his cat. Oh and then he God. pulled its brain out through its nose with a... Oh my God. With his... Um, mom's knitting needle or grandma's knitting needle he pulled the brains out and he stuffed it with cotton balls and he wrapped it in gauze and like with cinnamon and cloves and shit and it was under his bed that was one of my guys another one of my guys he lived with his mom and she, he should have been taken out of the home but they had like 20 cats and two llamas and a goat and they had this ongoing fight where she would do his laundry and he just had to put it away but he wouldn't put it away and the cats would pee on his laundry and then he'd wear those clothes to school. So everyone would make fun of him because he smelled like cat pee and it was impossible to sit next to him and no one wanted to be near him because he smelled like cat piss. But then he got to blame his mother for the cat piss clothes when really he just needed to put the clothes away. But by that time, all of his clothes smelled like cat piss and there was nothing anybody could do. Like, you needed to buy him a whole new wardrobe. But his issues with his mother, were he was so angry at her, he would... She was really, really obese too. She was like 500 pounds and it was hard for her to get around. And he was kind of, he was 14 and getting portly, but he was very smart. And he uh, was diagnosed with ODD, oppositional defiance disorder, which is an interesting one. It's when they do whatever, you kind of have to trick them into doing what you want them to do because they always want to do the opposite of whatever you do. Like if you're like, let's eat lunch. They're like, fuck lunch. I want to eat breakfast. You know, like they, or... It's weird. They're weird kids. But so do I. I dealt with ODD, OCD, ADD, ADHD. I had a girl who whose parents kind of abandoned her and then she was doing meth for a while. But then she wanted to have a baby. And so like she was like, no one will love me. No one will ever love me. I just want to have a baby. And I was like, please don't have a baby. And she I guess she ended up having a baby when she was 16. But she was in my classroom for a minute just because she was... I don't know, nobody... ED kids are like when nobody else can deal with them. Like they, the classroom teachers are like, I just don't have time to give this child what they need. And so that you go into this special classroom. Well, you were there. I, with nobody like, was fucking wacko. I mean, later during like when I was... Later in the years when I was a senior, they, some kind of mentally... They needed help would come in, but... They were just kids who sold drugs and like my friend became a stripper and like they were oh, yeah. just like and me and just like yeah whatever and the teacher was a fucking nut christian scientist oh. he, like grabbed me violently grabbed me and we started like i said this is stupid because i actually wanted to learn shit and i was like fuck this and it's uh, my friend patrick he used to carve rape valeska on the file cabinet <laughs> oh, i was God. like hee hee so we started having fun because we were in the tower building and all like the, the preppies would go to the office right below our window so we started having some fun and throwing file cabinets out the window 
window, down at the motherfucker, throwing shit out the window. She'd make us brownies every Friday. They were awful. Too chocolatey for me. We'd throw them down there. <laughs> See, but that's like the... They it's, drove us insane, Pamela. It's, it's, but it's the... That's ED students or SED students. It's that their behavioral issues are such that they can't function in a, a class in a, in a typically de- developing classroom like and usually the kids are really really smart and so it's tough because the regular teachers are like fuck this shit they don't so they they put all the kids in a special room where like for me i'd be like yeah whatever i just i deal with it but i was the kind of teacher where when they got bored or whatever i'd be like oh do i need to tap dance on the desk and i just leap up onto my desk and just like start dancing and be like let's learn some history are we paying attention You're now good. You're not insane. well no but that's the thing is i am kind of insane but i i loved it it, yeah, was, it but... was fun and i never had more than 12 kids in my classroom and i always had two other adults there so i never had to like i never had to grade any papers it was the best teaching job ever God, I ran into my team in like my senior year. She had left. She was like the two freshmen in sophomore year. I ran in. She moved to like the dyslexia class or something. Oh. She grabbed me again. She's like, if you ever, ever tell anybody what happened in that class, I will kill you. I will kill you. She grabbed me. I'm like, what the fuck, you crazy fucking bitch. Fucking, she was insane. She'd sit there like this praying to God. Wow. She was a red, she was a ginger. And yeah, she was yeah. I mean, if, yeah, if, I'm glad that she switched classes because you the thing is I went into special ed because I couldn't handle regular ed kids because they were all such dicks oh yeah I was like I'd rather have I'm glad I was with the druggies and I'd rather have kids like spit on me and be really pissed and then to have them be like just dicks like under the surface just regular it's like fuck you you're typically developing just get with the program just fucking shut up and learn I don't want to have to uh, but with the kids that were special, I was like, well, I have to work harder to make them learn. So Mama Bird's got to ch- chop up the food. It just basically meant that I didn't have to know as much. Like, I never had to lesson plan and actually know what I was teaching. Like, I just kind of be like, all right, here we are in the history book. And I'd like read it along with them and figure out what we were doing. And I never had to lesson plan. I just sort of was like, my lesson planning was like, okay, here's what we're going to do during the day. <laughs> Here's time periods. And then usually someone would throw a desk or something fun would happen in the day, something yeah, interesting. And they had the point system and it was I liked the freedom that I was allowed in a special education classroom. Regular ed was just too they were all they wanted all these kids to learn these specific things. And I'm like, look, they can sit for ten minutes. <laughs> now they know how to raise their hands. I'm doing I was much better behaviorally because I like dogs. <laughs> Children are like dogs. Yeah. Just train them. Positive behavior, positive results. You know, you give them things. They love it. They love kids. Love stickers. Uh, you know, thing that you make them work for stickers. They'll do whatever. They, they, they just decide. You decide on what your classroom culture is, and then they all get on board with it. Sometimes they don't. I had kids that. I didn't. I they, they started putting a lot of autistic kids in my class. I don't deal well with autism. I didn't like it. They didn't get me. They didn't get a sense. They didn't have a sense of humor. They'd misunderstand what I was doing all the time, and I was just like, I don't have time for this. So it, with the district, I ended up being like, I can't have autistic kids in my classroom. And they're like, Well, we really need to. I'm like, No, no. It doesn't make sense. It'll hurt them because I've got. You don't take if you have an autistic kid and then you have someone with oppositional defiance disorder who likes to fucking yell at people and be like, Fuck you and all this stuff all the time for no reason once they find out that autistic kid jumps at that and is freaked out oh boy then you've got then you're really fucked up they're gonna make that kid's life a nightmare so it's just best to keep them separate 
separate but equal. <laughs> Sorry, I, I went off. I had a girlfriend who worked with autistic kids, and she'd take them to the grocery store. They would go on dates with each other, and she'd fucking let them get, like, jugs of Jack Daniels. <gasps> and she, she'd always tell me they have more charm in their little pinky finger than I will ever have. She was a, a Virgo, of course. But, yeah, she <laughs> she loved her job with autistics, so. I, I have a, I have, autistic people are easier one-on-one as a group, in a group dynamic. I had a lot of difficulty dealing with them in a classroom setting. But also, I got, that was one of the things. I jumped up on my desk to get everyone's attention and then this kid was like so afraid of me that he could barely learn. And the parents were like, it's you, it's your teaching practices. And I was like, okay, there are 12 other children in this classroom that my style works for. I'm not changing because of your child. <laughs> your child can go to a different school. Like, that's just not fair. How entitled of them to be like, oh, the way that you're working your classroom that's been successful for all of these kids because it's not good for my one child, we want you to change everything you're doing. I'm like, who the fuck do you think you are? Get your autistic kid in a different school. Get the fuck out of here. Go to a private school if it's a problem. Give them a lot of money and then tell them how to run their classroom. It's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not gonna, I can't tell you I'm not gonna jump up on top of my desk. I can't tell you, like that was one of the things I don't, I can't tell you I'm not gonna do that. Because you got your ADHD buddies that they might need to run around the classroom every time a, you know. They shouldn't be in the same classroom nah, at, sh- all. at all. No, no. Seriously, I have ADHD kids where you, you set a timer for first like it's 10 minutes and it goes off ding and you're like, okay, you can run around the class. And the next time you set it for 15 minutes, ding, they all get you can run around the class. You kind of, you, they give you a little and then you give them a little. When they're like, I just can't do it, I just can't be in here. Great, work for 15 minutes and now you can go run outside and come back in. There's no problem with that. But, you know, anyways, this is just, it's what I used to do. I used to, I used to be like a person that was, um, uh, the society used to like me. I used to be a good addition to society teaching or whatever now i'm just like a wow drug addict loser no i'm not a drug addict i just really love marijuana <laughs> it's not an addiction i don't think so either it's a medical condition. it's a medical and prozac why you rather have people on pharmaceutical drugs i'd rather just take a short-lived fast-acting cannabis to the to the dome absolutely are you on any meds <laughs> no <clears throat> no, when I had that stalker, it was really bad. And like, nobody believed me. Like, my girlfriend, who was a social worker, crazy Virgo, right? The autistic, the autistic, charming kids. Mm. Nobody, but they're like, you're not fucking good enough. Nobody cares about you. All my friends were like, Valeski, you're fucking crazy. You're looking for. I'm not, okay? I get them a lot. I get people's. But so I was like, oh, I'm insane. This is all. Everybody Did you think you were making it up? No. They convinced the you that you were. The shit out of me. He yeah. broke into my house. He was fucking like. He, he broke into your house. I <gasps> yeah. He was crazy. He's like some bisexual biker engineer dude. I was scared of him. I lost my favorite job because of that. Nobody, my, I told my boss, he worked in the building across the street. I told my boss, they're like, just focus on the work. Just focus. Nobody cared. I was really scared because of wow. And like, nobody cared. So they, I was like, just, okay. I mean, I deep in my heart knew I was like, right. But I was just so scared of this fucking Could you have sued them? I could have sued the company I work for. I could have sued a lot of people. Because that's like sexual harassment to the extreme. That's like, or not even sexual, just harassment. And like, no, that's sexual. Did you, did you call the cops or anything? Yes. 
later. I got kicked out. There was some women's clinic, women's thing I went. They sent me to therapy because everybody thought I was crazy. But then I like one person believed. I wasn't though. He was at my window. I was scared yeah. of this motherfucker. Absolutely. And like, I never, I was such a lesbian back then. Like no men near me. I was dyke, you know? And I was like, never touching no, nothing. Uh-uh, oh my God. But like, yeah, I got kicked out of this women's set because I was outside grabbing my tits and going, hey, hey, hey. Because I wasn't like being sad about it I was kind of over. I was like, okay, you'll fucking think I'm crazy. I'm over. Fine. Let this guy run around and shit, dude. Nobody gives a fuck. Like, like my BFF, he's a total fucking creep. He's like, come to my house. It's a safe place for a woman to be. He says this to this shit and he's just like fucking fondling. And if he were a straight guy in a straight bar and all this shit, he's always trying to give me Molly and Kay and shit, you know, wow. that kind of shit. Like the way he acts, if he were a, a straight guy at a straight and t- telling women to come to his house and shit doing the shit that he did I mean he's just this is how and nobody fucking gives a shit right you gotta fucking take this shit into your own hands and beat the fuck out of them in an alley and shit right (laughs) it seems like the only answer yeah especially if no one's believing this fucking that white woman the yoga teacher she just got shot for coming out in her pajamas and saying I heard something what you didn't hear about that that. the cops came here the other week but they were great they were really nice cops nice white cops nice guys white cops i'm sorry but they came to deal with they we had the we had a theft last week and they and i wanted to have a police report because i think it's important to set a precedent for you know if it happened a second time or whatever at least i'd be like well at least we have it documented and they came out and took our they were really they were nice guys it's terrible because i'm like sometimes i like cops and sometimes i'm afraid sometimes of cops. they can be amazing yeah. I was in Oakland. When I lived in Oakland, there's this guy, he kept following me. He's like, I know you got crack in your shoe. You rode with my cousin, Denise. You got crack in your shoe. Take your shoe off. And he was like, oh, whoa, one of those big jackets with his arms in it. And he kept, he was huge. And he was following me down the street. And I, there was this cop. I was like, can you just drive me? To, I live two blocks down the street this way. And this guy keeps following me, yelling, can you just drive? He's like, if something happens, call 911. And like, the guy wouldn't leave me alone two blocks. So I was like, I called 911 because he's like, take your shoe off, bitch. Take off your shoe. You got crack in your shoe. And I was like, fuck, I ain't got no crack. But the, but the police called, wouldn't help you when you asked? No, after I called 911, I'm sorry to say this, but this nice, like, six foot four white cop in shining armor, he's like, ma'am, I'm so sorry. If anything, after when I called 911, he came, he's like, if anything happens, is there anything I can do? He was like, fucking just got off a white horse and was just like, ma'am, let me help. You know, yeah. just like, what the fuck? Wow. Yeah. I, I That's mean, all. I mean, I, I mean, I am white, and I do there. I do get that special privilege that cops are usually quite kind to me. And sometimes when Jonathan, my white boyfriend, drives like an asshole, the police have driven by us and looked at us, and they see that we're white, and they don't do anything. They've pulled us over once for him driving crazy, and didn't don't. I mean, I think that being white you can you can get away with if if we were black and he had been driving the way he had been driving we would have gotten in trouble no doubt i'm sure we would have gotten a ticket or something would happen they would have searched the car especially since we have this ghetto ass car um but yay but you seriously did not hear it happened like two days ago this like yoga is in minnesota some mission some really safe ass suburban neighborhood she was like her picture just like she looked wonderful she was this blonde woman with this big smile everybody's like she's the light of the community she was engaged did she she die 
just the the cop in the the passenger side shot her and they didn't have their body cams that she came out she's heard screaming in an alley and she came out in her pajamas she 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 looked like just this nice like a yoga instructor woman just this nice white woman like wow like what the fuck would you shoot and the passenger cop just shot her the cop driving was like i don't even know why he shot her and he just fucking shot her dead there was probably like it was probably a hit from her did, so, something did, no this it's no. like weird it's, it's just like what the fuck is this okay wake up hey well and and that's the thing though is it takes it takes an accidental shooting or it takes a shooting from a cop against a white person for people to finally go oh cops are really fucked up now it's like all kinds of black people have been shot for no reason <laughs> but it takes one white lady and then everyone's like whoa there must be a problem with the police i don't know <laughs> this has been a lot. Do you have any? Do you have any other? Any last minute things to Issues add to our and audi- problems to discuss? Yeah, about God. Yeah, any issues or problems to discuss about, about hell? God? I don't believe. Do you believe in hell? The after hell is a comedian that I know. She's very tiny. <laughs> she goes by the name Tiny Hell on Earth. Is dating a Virgo woman. You're on all about Virgos today. You've mentioned Virgos just multiple so times. Sorry, but just don't do it. No Virgos. Love, sex, and death, right? Is that what Virgos... Brought? No, 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 that's Sagittarius. Virgos are the... Sagittarius is the best for sex in oh, the world. right. Not Love. to date, but if you want to have some sex... This last one, not the last one, but the one before... I couldn't even go down on her because if I said, if I fall into that vagina, I will never be able to leave this vagina. I could not go down on her because no, it's like a crack vagina. Sagittarius Sagittarius vagina. I mean, I've never had a Sagittarius penis, but Sagittarius woman's vagina is like a... They are the sex god, the gods of sex. They really are. Good. What about Libras? What do you think about Libras? Flakes. Flakes, really? No, they're good. I got my my girlfriend in SoCal. Is she's uh, wonderful. She's lovely. Just a little flaky. All right. No, I will. I leave her. I'm just. I was just curious. Libras are fine. They're fine. There was this grandma that was hitting on me for a while. She was really, and I was like, what the fuck? She was a, a bitch, though. Was she like when you say grandma, like over sixty? Yeah. And she was like, gonna be she your sugar tr- mama. She was like, hey, Missy, let's get together. <laughs> like, no, we got a sarsaparilla, old like, oh. time sarsaparilla. Yeah, and all this, my friends are like, be nice to her, Valeska. Why are you such a bitch? And I'm like, I'm not really attracted to her. Is she even hitting on me? And then she'd be like, let's go out, Missy. And like, then she'd flake on me. <laughs> and I was, she looked like an old witch. And like, I, I was, my friends were like, Leslie, you're a bitch. You need to be nice. Stop it. Stop being mean. I can yell that. These are the people that didn't believe I had a stalker. They're like, you are a crazy woman. Go out with Grandma Libra. She'll be good for you. The best thing that ever happened to you. Look at her humongous breasts. Don't you like it? Grandma Sick Libra. People. people are saying, this has been really, really a lot of fun. Everybody, Valeska here on Some Call Me Tim today. Uh, we're gonna finish out the day as we always do with a little bit of pervert fervor, which is uh, Timothy Pizza's 
super band. He hasn't sent me a new song in a while, so we just keep playing the old stuff. But don't worry about that. Uh, next week, let's see who's on the program next week. Next week is... Next week's show, the 26th, brings you Zia. Zia Ahmed. Comedian Zia Ahmed. He has a joke about being Muslim, but then he's not actually Muslim. So I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh, great, we're going to have a Muslim on the show. And he's like, no, I just have the joke about being Muslim. I'm not, I'm not really Muslim. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Thank you again, Valeska. And hey, hey, yeah. Have a great day. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
As you know, Shaggy's Soul Shakedown is every Thursday from four every Thursday from six to eight PM here on MutinyRadio.fm. 